Hello, friends, and welcome to the Coolest Filmmakers Podcast, the show by amateurs for amateurs, spreading the good word of stumbling, bumbling, making mistakes, and not knowing what you're doing until you're suddenly doing it right. Thank you so very, very, very much for coming here. Uh, we're happy to have you. Uh, quick reminder, if you're listening to this, hey, we're on YouTube, you should go and watch it since we just spent an hour and a half trying to get all the cameras set up for you to see it. You can see that one thing where like you hear people's voices and then see their faces and it's way different. It's, yeah, confused. it's way it's, it's way really different. Nice, if any of you haven't seen my hideous face, <laughs> uh, I am not I am not the majestic animal that my voice <laughs> suggests. You do have a really uh, nice voice. I think I said that. Thank you. I'm actually nice taking taking a voiceover class right now i'm pretty happy uh anyway let's get into it uh i am of course your host weston gross thank you uh i am here with jennifer baker and i'm jace van meterin excellent excellent <laughs> the person with way too many e's in his name yep that's me uh we have a fun episode for you this week of course they're all fun in my personal humble opinion uh we are going to be discussing um, well, low budget, kind of straight out of schoolish, um, short films and web series. Uh, both of y'all uh, have involved, and I'm involved with both the stuff that y'all are doing. But we're gonna ignore <laughs> that for now. Um, both of y'all have been involved with getting some neat little projects off the ground, uh, outside of like the direct influence control of of a film school. Uh, granted, uh, I know um, uh, Thorn uh, has some school funding, but. It's you know it doesn't have all the strings attached. Uh, we had right, right. far far much freedom. Um, l- let's yeah, let's just do a brief overview of what the projects were that you have. You want to start about what you've been working on? Jen, yeah, sure. So I am producing Thorn. Thank you for coming, which was written by Matt Seemers and directed by Matt Seemers, who contributes to this podcast. Yes, yes. Um, He's and not the film here is about serious reasons. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the film is about a man who wants to watch a film, Soylent Green, before the world ends at midnight, and he faces delay after delay in this day. And he comes to realize that it's the people in his life that are the most important as opposed to the movie that he so desperately wanted to watch. Awesome. And Jace, you want to talk about what, what you've been doing? Is it what we're currently doing? Uh, yes. I mean, you could talk about it as a whole because you already have that, you know, the, the first one. Yeah. But um, um, So we've been doing a, a little kind of anthology zombie series called After Us, which is just it's it takes place in this world where a cure for zombies has been found zombie cure uh and so it's it's that's kind of the direction we're going to explore which is and then we're doing it from different perspectives like i said it's it's an anthology so there's a bunch of different characters a bunch of different people and every script is kind of connected but not connected so it's been it's been really cool to work on excellent excellent um I think the one of the biggest issues uh, that make an indie film that we all run to is like the very very first thing that you gotta start thinking about is money. Um, uh, Want to talk about it in brief? You know, not needing to get into specifics and whatnot. Though I might get a little bit specific with the first one because yeah. I think it's neat what you did on such a small budget. Yeah. Um, uh, specifics. Uh, sorry, on less specifics. Um, how you scrounge together money. Um, to to get what's coming and you know how you're working on money in our case uh jace yeah for sure um 
either one of you want to want to start teensy bit. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think it is important to know that we've done one already. Mm-hmm. So and we did that one for around five hundred dollars, which is excruciatingly and terribly low. Um, like that light just almost was. Uh, <laughs> just off camera. Just off camera. Nobody pay attention to the flickering light. Uh, where it's like very low for a post-apocalyptic movie. That there's so much art and production design involved. Which, uh, yeah, um, I, I know having, <laughs> having personally scrounged together a dead deer personally <laughs> that I had to lug around. Those I know really what it's amazing. like. Yeah. Weston I, drove on the highway, hit the deer himself, <laughs> and took it to set. In the back. <laughs> no, I, I like Found one, on guys. That day not expecting a real dead deer. Really? Like, no, I, I didn't know. And then uh, I just remember that um, Abby had said, oh, we have it taken care of. Because I was going to get like a fur or something from my dad. He's like a big hunter. So I was going to steal, steal a fur from him. <laughs> and I just remember Abby saying, oh, no, we got it covered. And I was like, okay. And then I showed up and there was an actual there's this deer. giant, disgusting, <laughs> stinking carcass that was like two weeks old. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but it looked good. Yeah, no, that, that was, was the... incredible. But, that, but that's the thing, though, is that the, the thing that you have to do when you're working on a low budget is scrounge for stuff. Yeah. Because I, w- I would say a good 90% of the stuff we got on that was free mm-hmm. and that was just from you guys the the art department jumping in bins of garbage mm-hmm. trying to find cool things that we could throw blood on or uh <laughs> stuff like that and then um i think i think it's also important going into what you're doing with the budget in mind so a like a big thing with after us is we've kind of designed the zombies to be a lot more human than say the walking dead where their like skin is coming off and all that, um, and so because of that, we didn't have to spend quite as much on makeup or uh, slashing people open and things like that. So it's a little bit more tame, and and it so we kind of built the story around that idea, and that was really helpful. And it turned out really amazing and crazy convincing, given everything that we were given and the limitations we had. So going into this next one. Um, we're going to need sufficiently more money. Yes. Uh, I agree. A lot more money. As, as your producer, I agree <laughs> wholeheartedly. And because of that, we, we started reaching out to good resources. Um, so we've just got a local, I, I don't know, a local celebrity, I guess. A, a local, very experienced individual in filmmaking and acting, yes. Who, who's going to play our lead role. And he's very excited about the project. He really connects with it and really wants it to succeed. We, and so because of that, he's helping us get more money yeah. than than maybe we would have gotten before. Well, which I think is you can take from that you know, a, a key point people can acknowledge. Like if you yeah. can find people passionate about the project, yeah. uh, you, so, you'll get way more bang for your buck per se. 100%. And I think that's the other thing that I was going to say is um, we've tried to get this project off the ground a couple times. And it just hasn't worked out. Um, and a big, I think part of that is that sometimes you just need to surround yourself with the people that are most dedicated to what you're doing. And sometimes we tend to just go towards our friends or things like that, but it, it doesn't always work out. So branch out a little bit more and find people who are really interested in what you're doing. And that's, as soon as that happened, I feel like suddenly everything picked up and it was a lot easier to find, uh, people who are willing to contribute, people who are willing to be on our crew and eventually this good actor who wants to help us out 
So I think that's another thing that really has been helping us thus far. It, it, we haven't shot yet, so I mean we'll no, see what no, happens. Yeah. But we're, I think we're in a really good place right now. Yeah. By the way, there's a Kickstarter I hear possibly. Whoa! Out yeah, late, later this week there's a kick. So by the time this podcast goes out, it'll yes, be that's out. right. Yeah, because this will come out Monday. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So it's and it's just after us series is what it's called. Uh, I'll I'll include a link in the show notes if you feel so inclined. <laughs> it's gonna to be check it out. At least look at the Kickstarter because we we actually put a lot of work into it. Yes, we want it, it looks good so it looks good really so far. Good. Um, and I th- that I mean, yeah. So it's called After Us, and the the episode that we're doing now is Silver. So, all right. Uh, before we move on, Jen, I want to make one very very important note. Uh, I was the individual who found the dead deer again (laughs) for the first thing. I do want to point out that stuff like that is very tricky, and you have to do it legally. I did not. We did not kill the dead deer. I I did not kill the deer. I didn't just pick it up off the side of the road. (laughs) I went through the department, uh, the Utah Department of Natural Wildlife Resources, or something like that. Um, Anyway, and during the production, yeah, and I got a hold of the guy who's in charge of picking up off the side of the road. Uh, which has got to be just a weird <laughs> job. Uh, literally, he just big part of his job. He just drives around with the trailer and just picks up dead deer. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, I just went there with the, my own trailer. He gave me a form, and we dragged it onto um, my trailer uh, with a, wrapped in a tarp that I threw away. Uh, I had that tarp for like five years. <laughs> not anymore. And then afterwards, I was like, nope, you know, it's not worth washing this. Um, threw it away. Anyway, I just want to point that out. I did not commit any crimes when I <laughs> obtained that deer carcass. Very important to know. So, all that done. Uh, Jen, uh, why don't you talk about Thorn and uh, the funding thereof? Cool. Well, real quick, I just had one question for you, Jason. Yeah. So what... When you made your five hundred dollar episode, mm-hmm. how, what was the total runtime on that? It was fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes. Wow. Which is again, wow, pretty nuts. That's um, amazing. Yeah, we like I said, we have a really great team and a lot of amazing people who just wanted to see it happen. Um, and then we had a lot of people kind of give us stuff for free and look around. Our actors were free. Uh, they still did a fantastic job. They were building the real, uh, and that's mm. that's another thing yeah. is that you kind of have to. There's some give and take. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was about 14 minutes. Right on. And so will your other episodes be about the same length as well? So we're looking to shorten them, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's quite possible that they will be. Nice. Because <laughs> right now, the one that we're shooting it has around 80 shots uh, wow. that oh we're trying gosh. to cut down. And it's, yeah, we're working on it. That's right. We want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> 40, 40 shot days. We uh, That's not the uh, idea, but okay. we'll see uh, what happens. I'm, I'm just going to just predict. <laughs> Either the shots are going to decrease or we're going to shoot more than two days, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so about uh, what's your estimated budget per episode now? Or what are you now, hoping to get? Um, so for this first episode, we're hoping to get our, our initial goals are going to be about 7,000, but we really want to push for to get 10. Um, and it, we think that that'll give us enough to start really paying people instead of trying mm-hmm. to, I don't want to say whore ourselves out. Maybe we should. <laughs> but like... <laughs> <laughs> to we just want to pull people that can get money you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so with ten thousand dollars we're pretty confident that we can do that um but we're sure we can get at least seven thousand to make the project so cool. that's the idea good for you uh, hopefully <laughs> sweet mm-hmm. 
cool. So to answer your question, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thorin, thank you for coming. Um, is in a little bit of a different situation than After Us because we don't have a local well-known filmmaker <laughs> on our crew and we that probably isn't the right term but <laughs> i mean it's he's he's a cool he's amazing he's no i a get very you cool guy from yeah. everything i've heard and seen of him he's, he's a really chill guy yeah. cool guy and that's so cool that he's been interested in your project and i think that that has uh, it's cool to see how um much of a community that film can create like mm -hmm. in this situation where it, it's a you didn't even pay yeah. your actors where and it's that, just so much of a uh, setting where people care and they want to yeah. contribute just because they love the art and they that love the story that you're telling aspect. to tell. That's true. The community is like huge. Right. That's awesome. So what are you guys doing with Thorn then? Right. So back back to my yeah. fundraising spiel. So we have we got some money from BYU, which mm -hmm. was a great resource. And then we also did those good old classic film school fundraisers where you do a t-shirt fundraiser. We did a couple restaurant fundraisers as well with which Chipotle and with Panda Express. And I would highly recommend doing successful, that. Yeah. Those, I haven't, I actually haven't gotten the final number for the Panda Express one, but mm -hmm. the Chipotle number was way more than expected. I, I want, I want to plug Chipotle. First of all, Ch go to Chipotle is great. Go, just go and eat there just because they're, they're fantastic people. Yeah. Uh, but apparently with their their fundraising stuff um, they are if, if you go there and make a deal with them during mm -hmm. it for a certain p time period they'll give you 50% of the proceeds yeah. uh, wow. of the people that go there and ask you know to be a part of the fundraising or whatnot which is a high high number right and people are so much more willing to go and you know eat food than you know go and watch just your give you money goofy video and throw five bucks your way um not that ours is goofy ours looks ours is awesome <laughs> no it's no that um anyway sorry right. carry on no yeah chipotle was great and i really appreciate how giving and kind that they were to to do that and to offer it to lots of different individuals not that we were the only people yeah yeah no 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 that, that's i want to that's that's their basic policy yeah so so you should be able to, other filmmakers you should be able to go to chipotle talk to them about that right also their food is delicious it um is. So, and those were our three main sources, um, four, four, because we did the three fundraisers and then BYU. Matt contributed a lot as well. Um, and that's how we pulled together our money. Our final budget for Thorn was about um, $6,500, and we've been keeping to that very, very well, and it's been going a lot better than I expected, and I'm excited to see the final product. It was yes. fun watching Tap over the course of the last three days as we were filming, and just seeing the work that everyone had put into it pay off. Excellent. Um, something I want to ask about, uh, it's, I guess, a reoccurring theme on the podcast I like to ask people about. Um, want to talk about your experiences when you're working with, you know, unpaid student or recently out of school student uh, sort of crew and uh, the challenges and benefits uh, thereof. Yeah, you wanna go? Sure. So like we were talking about before, it, I really found that it has a good sense of community that, you know, we're not getting paid to do this, we're doing this because we want to do it and because we love it. And on Thorn, I feel like I definitely felt that, especially on set where I was sitting there and I realized, oh, I'm surrounded by such good friends and I'm so grateful for the people that I'm working with and the people that I'm collaborating with. Um, I think one of the challenges to that might be that you're at the mercy of other people's schedules. And people, when 
they're not getting paid and they're students, you know, they have to juggle school commitments, they have to juggle other work commitments, and you're the fun thing they do when they don't have anything else to do kind of thing. And so it, it's kind of hard to try to act like you're someone's boss when you're not really <laughs> paying them or doing them much good financially but they're still responsible mm -hmm. to you and so it's kind of hard to deal with their schedules because we had multiple conflicts on our project i'll say you will say <laughs> Jeez. yeah i think um the community i think is a really big part and i to get people excited is what you have to do right so i remember with like the first script that i had I w just like wandered around the program, wandered around campus, reading the script to people and hoping that people would like it. And some, some of them did, which was really nice. Matt actually helped produce that first one, and along with another student, Celine Anderson, who I think has been on here before. Maybe I not. I can't remember. Uh, but they did an amazing job of getting other people excited about it too, and that helped us to make it for such a low budget and such a such an expansive film that was really hard to make but um i th i think it it is really hard especially because even like me i work as a freelance filmmaker um so i'm constantly like looking for jobs and you never know when those are going to fall on your lap mm -hmm. and so it's so hard to turn those down because first of all the community sometimes doesn't call you back right when you turn something down and so yeah, it's just a really hard situation to be in where you want this thing to happen, but you also need money and stuff like that. Um, and that is why on this next one, we are trying to get just enough to really pay people so that they can be, because I think that it does help with commitment. And as student filmmakers, they're not used to being paid. Um, so it builds a lot of morale. And <sighs> this sucks, but you can kind of pay them a little bit less because it is them starting out and getting experience and things like that. So it kind of sucks that you do have to go to a little bit lower, but I mean, the quality of work is going to be a little bit lower. Mm, yeah, you, um, you, you are working with people still in school, people right. who don't have a lot of experience. And so because of that, just giving them a little bit of money, 100 bucks a day is like huge. And then it builds a lot of morale. And I think it, it helps you to feel better about bossing them around. And I think it, uh, it also helps you feel better about um, them missing out on possible other things. And so that's a big thing. I think a big challenge in it is that just, I mean, like I said, there's just a lack of experience. Because I've, I mean, I've worked on a few commercials and things like that. And it's interesting looking at that crew and then coming back and seeing how student crews function. And there is a difference. And... The, I mean, those are the sacrifices you have to make for making a low-budget thing. So it's, I think it's just about getting people excited, and once they're excited, they'll do their best regardless of how much experience they might have. All right. Well, uh, we need to start wrapping things up. Um, let's do what we always like to <laughs> end with. Uh, do you all have awkward stories? Particularly, it's extra special if you happen to have awkward stories from your most recent productions. <laughs> Uh, that you would like to share with us? Um, one awkward story. Okay, I feel bad because I feel like whenever people ask me for awkward stories, I can never tell them like a good enthralling story. <laughs> but well, one that comes to mind is I was interviewing in December for 
an internship in Los Angeles and I really wanted it so bad. I r really want to do a creative development internship and just do script coverage and be able to just look at things that people write and how things get made. And, and I was so excited for this interview and so nervous. And when I get nervous, I just can't really think clearly about what to say, you know, exactly or like intelligent things to say. And so they start asking me, um, and, and I got an interview with them and they said, okay, so what are your favorite movies? Tell us about your favorite directors, favorite these things. And uh, you have to, you have to understand I'm a big Star Trek fan. Um, and literally the only thing I could think of saying for any question that they asked was Star Trek related. <laughs> just because, just oh. because it was what I was falling back on mentally because it's like, okay, what's, what's a comfort thing? A Star Trek, Star Trek comfort thing. Oh, and and then so literally, and this was with Disney. So like everything, everything <laughs> that I was talking to them about was Star Trek related. So what are your favorite uh. movies? Um, um, I like Star Trek 2009. What, uh, <laughs> Well, what's the last movie that you saw in theaters? Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, who's your favorite director? J.J. Um, um, Abrams. <laughs> and that's how the whole interview went. And I hung up feeling so embarrassed. Like a super proud Trekkie. But also super embarrassed. <laughs> and I, I did not get that internship. But I will try again. And I, since then, have been making myself a cheat sheet of not Star Trek things to say. That's Smart. a good idea on a cheat sheet by. Yeah, nice. That was a <laughs> wonderful story. Thank you. Yeah. Jace. Um, there's, so, I think there's a couple that have been, like, kind of weird. <laughs> so, I did a movie almost a year ago called Autumn, where mm. we had, the lead actor's name was Sterling, and, um, we had a scene where he has so he has a bunch of scars on his back. Mm -hmm. It's a complicated story to get into. Yeah, but it is. I read the. You should look up Autumn at some point. It's coming out really soon, and it'll be on a festival run. But so there is just a moment when he, ha he had to have his shirt off, right? And I just remember coming in, and then I thought it would be funny to like give him a massage, but he like, I like first of all squished <laughs> the scars, which was bad, and then he was like, "What are you, <laughs> what are you doing?" And I was like. I don't know. <laughs> and then I just turned to the left. The other one was when, <laughs> in After Us, the first one, uh -huh. when I realized the day of that we didn't have a zombie to be the one that we stabbed. And oh. then I made you do it. Yes. And that yes. was the worst conversation I ever had because I went up to you and I was like, how do you feel about being in it? <laughs> and then we just made it work, but. That yeah, that, that was a fun experience. I did enjoy that. I didn't like the like pulling all the, the yeah. stuff out of my chest hair uh, that was holding the stake into place. Uh, the gum, the spirit gum. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, was, yeah. I don't know why we didn't shave you first. But I should definitely have been shaved before sticking <laughs> that in. It was, yeah, I had fun, though. I got to make lots of nice We learn noises. and grow. Yes, yes. Anyway, wonderful. Thank you so much, both of you. Um that's our show uh, again as always please find us on facebook like our page comment and say some nice things um uh on twitter you can hit us up using the hashtag cf podcast my own personal twitter is at weston underscore cross that is weston with an i uh do y'all have twitters that you would like people to be able to track you down on my twitter is at star trek jen <laughs> Good. At S T A R T R E K J E N. 
That's that so is my Twitter. Great. That's so um, good. Oh, Jen. Yeah, I hardly ever use it though, so now I now I've got to go get yeah, it back yeah, and have yeah, it. That's yeah. good. Mine's at the Van M. With an M. Van M. As in awesome. Awesome. You'll probably be seeing that on your screen right now because I forgot if you're watching, if you're listening, you just gotta, I don't know. Listen you're, carefully. You're boned. Uh, but I'll be putting like, here, I'm gonna do this. I've always wanted to do this. Right here. This is, this oh, wow. is, oh, sorry, that's out of frame. Right here, across, across my face. face. <laughs> right here, let's do this. This is my Twitter. We're gonna do right here. There's Jen's and somewhere over there. That's, that's Jace's. Somewhere over here. Okay. Uh, anyway, hey, thank you all so much uh, for listening. We love you a bunch. Have a fantastic day. Bye.